For Progressive Voices, I'm John Sinton, and this is a turning point. Today, the playbook, Brazil version. Having practiced and nearly perfected the art of deception in the run-up to and aftermath of the 2020 United States presidential elections, player coach Steve Bannon, who defied a congressional subpoena, is under criminal indictment for that act in defiance of the rule of law, and is appealing his four-month prison term, has taken his show on the road. Bannon taught ex-Brazilian president and perpetual autocrat Jair Bolsonaro the strategy. Months in advance of the election, you begin to cast doubt on the process by saying that if you lose, the election is tainted, rigged, and corrupt. You make it clear that elections can't be trusted. Of course, before you do that, you denigrate the media and anyone who disagrees. If that sounds familiar to you, it's because Bannon and our very own ex-president wrote the playbook for the 2020 election. Their efforts failed even as they culminated in the January 6th Capitol insurrection, which has led to criminal charges against 978 of their followers so far. Exporting the process to Brazil was simply a matter of translating English to Portuguese. In its advertising, Dos Equis Beer promotes the most interesting man in the world. In the U.S., we have in our former president the most insecure man in the world. He has been compelled by whatever bad wiring is in his head to tell his minions that Bolsonaro called him on the phone more than any other world leader. And as you'd figure, the Donald had to take credit for the anti-democratic strongman's making the presidential runoff. Quote, So happy to have helped a great person and leader get into the difficult to achieve with other conservative candidates and certain difficult rules and regulations runoff for president of Brazil, unquote. Yeah, kind of a Trumpy word salad, but you get the picture. As Democratic representative and former federal prosecutor Jamie Raskin said, democracies of the world must act fast to make clear that there will be no support for right-wing insurrectionists storming the Brazilian Congress. Those fascists modeling themselves after Trump's January 6th rioters must end up in the same place, prison. After 240 years of exporting democracy, we find ourselves in the unprecedented position of exporting fascism Steve Bannon style. It's a virus that has invaded the Republican body politic. CPAC, the conservative alliance, honored what Hungary's Prime Minister Viktor Orban called illiberal democracy, which is a term of art that substitutes for the word fascism, by holding their annual convention in his pretend democratic country. They doubled down by inviting him to speak here, too. FYI, Hungary is constantly at odds with the European Union for its anti-democratic stances. And after an historic run that stands as one of the most productive legislative congresses in history, a session that occasionally even saw Republicans sign on to much Uh, to such major legislation as the American Rescue Plan, the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, Gun Safety Legislation, the CHIPS and Science Act, and the Inflation Reduction Act, a new Congress replete with enough cartoonish characters to give Looney Tunes a run for their money, the bipartisan party is over. As we saw this past week, there are about 20 conservative caucus members. The Wall Street Journal editorial board calls them the crank caucus, and I can do no better in defining this fringe anti-democracy group who would sell their mothers by the pound if allowed 
uh, if it allowed them to stop the government from governing. It is incorrect to call them conservatives. They have nothing in common with classic conservatism, whose hallmarks are a strong defense, small government, and little business regulation. These are racist, homophobic isolationists who would prefer no government to one by and for the people. It is classic only in the sense that it is demonstrative of the tyranny of the minority. Don't believe me? Try the Wall Street Journal op-ed pages on for size. They are considered the conservative oracle, and their lead editorial on Monday was headlined, Defense is now a Republican target. The piece goes on to express concern that the intelligence community will also be targeted because, after all, who needs foreign or, for that matter, intelligence of any kind? They find intelligence as useless as a copy of the Constitution. Many, if not most Republicans, were upset that McCarthy sold the ranch to gain the gavel. Those who tried to block his speakership were, according to a McCarthy ally, a minority of a minority of a minority who are behaving like kids with a new babysitter wondering how far they can push. If you thought the food fight was over, think again. The House Rules Committee is getting a lot of pushback from the same Republican caucus on deals with the devil that the speaker-in-waiting cut to get the gig. Stay tuned and pass the popcorn. For Progressive Voices, I'm John Sinton. If you like listening to Tom Hartman, Stephanie Miller, David Bender, and all the shows available on the Progressive Voices channel, you'll love the huge selection of new and archived commentaries, current news, blogs, videos, magazine and newspaper articles, and so much more that are available on the Progressive Voices app. Go to ProgressiveVoices.com to find out how you can download the app and help us build a progressive media infrastructure on the mobile internet. That's ProgressiveVoices.com.